Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoop Ballers! Welcome back. Today in sports betting, it's January 27th. Hope everyone had a good weekend. I'm Josh Millman. I'll be your host, as always. And with me today, the one and only, the red hot, Ira Silver. Ira, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, Josh? Good morning. How was your weekend? Um, Saturday was fantastic in terms of uh, sports betting. Went undefeated in my NBA picks. Went one-on-one in college basketball. And the only reason I went one-on-one is because I decided to add a late game because I had no action. Um, <laughs> so if I didn't add that one, it would have been a, would have been a fantastic day. Sunday, as you know, wasn't, uh, wasn't the best of days. So, uh, you know, I'm out here in Los Angeles, grew up here. So it was just uh, kind of a somber day and kind of a depressing, down, sad day for me. We will we'll definitely touch on that a little bit further. Um, I think it was a tough day for all of us involved. Um, we do, you know, as as we would say, I guess, in show business, which Kobe Bryant was was a part of. I say the show must go on, and I and again using that Mamba mentality, we've got to we've got to persevere it's, uh, in the face of whatever news kind of hits us, and we will do just that. There's still basketball to be played. And um, we're going to all do our best here to think about Kobe and try to channel his energy and charisma into what we do. Um, So we've got a lot of basketball to cover. Uh, A lot that we've got going on. Six-game slate tonight. We'll probably throw in some other bets. And we'll go from there. And again, I'm Josh Millman. You can find me on Twitter at Josh Millman. He's Ira Silver. You can find him at Ira Silver Magic. And we are Hoopball Gaming on Twitter, at Hoopball Gaming. And the reason I share that with you is because we got a crazy promotion going on, guys, with MyBookie.ag. That's right. If you sign up for MyBookie.ag and use the promo code TODAY, that's the word TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, you get 50% back on your initial deposit. So if you deposit 200 bucks. You get $100 in free money from mybookie.ag. In addition to that, we've got a big promotion going on right now with HoopBall because they're our partner. So if you sign up for mybookie.ag and use that promo code today, send us a screenshot of your deposit. Because if you do and you shoot over to me, to Ira, to HoopBall Gaming, you'll be entered to win your deposit back up to 200 bucks. We're giving away free money, guys. All you have to do is sign up for mybookie.ag and put a deposit down. 
So not only do you get 50% back from mybookie.ag, you get an opportunity to get your whole deposit back from Hoopball. That's how we do, people. You have until Tuesday, tomorrow, at 5 p.m. Pacific time to get your entries in. So if you're listening to this, make sure you go sign up, mybookie.ag. That's where we're placing all of our bets this year. You should, too. Again, the promo code is TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, mybookie.ag. All right, Ira, knowing that we've got a lot of basketball to cover, um, and I know it's been hard on all of us, especially you out in the West Coast. Um, anything you want to say just about Kobe, just the legacy that he he brought out? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but obviously, like I, I don't want to not you know, overstate or understate his importance to the game and to everything we do. And it, I don't think it's hyperbole to say that without someone like Kobe Bryant, there probably wouldn't be any hoop ball, plain and simple. Yeah, so growing up in L.A., it was kind of interesting because I actually grew up a Phoenix Suns fan. I was uh, really big into uh, Charles Barkley, Danny Manning, uh, and the cast of characters over there. I just hmm. – that was just my influence. But I definitely always went to Laker games, and they were obviously, you know, another team that I rooted for, but they weren't my favorite. You know, Kobe was fantastic. I grew up, you know, Kobe appreciating his game. He wasn't necessarily my favorite player. But as I grew older uh, and I grew wiser, I realized how much of an impact Kobe had, not only on the sport, but on the entire community of Los Angeles as well. And pretty much he was a global icon. I mean, you couldn't, you, you said Kobe's name, you know, anybody and everybody, even if they didn't follow the sport, knew who he was. And he just had a different way and a different attitude of looking at life and looking at things. And, and I really feel like I gained an appreciation for him later in his career where I just couldn't turn the TV off. I had to watch every single Laker game uh, just because of I knew who he was as a person, his dedication. I mean, yesterday on Twitter, I couldn't put my phone down because I was just watching video after video and story after story about Kobe's hard work and dedication and his love for the game, his love for the family, his love for the community and his love for people. And, uh, you know, if you ever go on my Twitter, it, I've had this tweet pinned for a long time and it's Kobe telling a story about, you know, him going out one night with the younger guys on the team on a back-to-back, he's like, all right, well, I'll go drinking with you, but I'm going to come knocking on my on your door at 5 o'clock in the morning. And then he goes out, has a few drinks with them. He sure, sure as hell knocks on their door at 5 in the morning. He's like, what are you doing? Like, listen, I drank with you last night. It's time It's time to, to come hang with me. And so he'd go to the gym on a back-to-back and, you know, the, the youngsters learned their lesson. But he was a man who took his craft seriously never let that get away from him, never let the fame or the money really take anything away from that. And, you know, he was just a dedicated, uh, different person. He had that Mamba mentality, you know, as everyone, as, as, as everyone knows. And, and that's something that I look up to and I'm going to try to, you know, kind of dedicate and, and, and uh, allow his soul to live on through, you know, those teachings and, and try, to, try to wake up every morning with that Mamba mentality. I, I think that's well said, Ira. Thank you for that. And, and you say mama mentality. It's 
one of those things, it's not just a catchphrase. It's not just something that he can coin and trademark. It's, it's how he lived his life. And like you said, Kobe was an artist. He was so completely dedicated to his craft that it wasn't just a matter of Kobe being born talented and winning some genetic lottery. It's that not only was he fortunate to be blessed with talent, he squeezed every ounce of that talent into everything that he did, not just basketball, into life itself, into the projects that he cared for, into the family that he cared for. And I think the news yesterday was just so shocking and sudden. And I think for, for everyone, it's a little bit different. For people who live in LA, they, they lost an icon. They lost part of their community. For us basketball fans, we lost one of the greats, one of the, the greatest champions to ever play the game. For, for me, he was a 41-year-old father with daughters, and I am only so slightly younger with daughters of my own and was with them when I had heard the news, and I did the only thing that I knew how to do, and that was hold my girls as I'm sure he did in his final moments with his daughter, Gianna. It's everyone mourns differently. Everyone feels differently. But like you said, what Kobe taught us was to live life to its absolute fullest and, you know, put your heart into everything. Whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you set out to do, don't just go through life just as, as merely a passenger, but just be, be dedicated to what you do. Be passionate about what you do. And we're all flawed beings. We all make mistakes. But he dedicated his life to becoming a better person, becoming a better husband, a better father, and just a better person in general, and becoming more vocal in things that matter in life, being on the right side of history, being inclusive, being a leader, and using his talents and his, and his place in the world for good. And, and that's how I'll, I'll remember him as a, as a husband and father first and um, someone who was taken from us way too, way too soon. But hopefully, uh, again, we can, the, if, the, if there's one thing that we can learn from Kobe, it's that you don't you can grieve a loss but you then have to go and, and live every day to its fullest and and if that's going to be the mamba mentality then that's how we're going to approach things here and that's how each of us should try to approach our lives just understand that that's the lesson that he gave us that don't stop and if you believe in something see it through to the very end and yeah, and absolutely yeah and continue to have that dedication Absolutely. And so I appreciate, you know, those words. Sorry for starting off on a somber note, hoop ballers. I promise you there is betting, um, but we would be absolutely remiss. We are a basketball site. We have a lot of people who live on the West Coast, and I believe that it's important that we share our feelings. And, and certainly Kobe brings out a lot of those. Uh, he will sorely be missed by all of us. And with that, we will carry on. Um, Ira, I know that's, that's tough to follow up on, but we got a bunch of games that we got to cover. 
Um, we'll start with the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Detroit Pistons. That's 7 o'clock Eastern time tip-off. I'm looking at the lines right now. I see a whole bunch of 6-7 to seven in favor of the Detroit Pistons. Over-under in this game looks to be anywhere from 218.5 to 220.5, depending on where we are. Um, as usual, I, you know, we, we did the head-to-head, and I freely admit you kicked my rear end in the head-to-head. <laughs> um, so I, I'm out free beer. Uh, but no, we'll, we'll, we'll do this a little bit more normally. I'll kind of tee things up a little bit, share my thoughts about the teams, and then you kind of tell our listeners where you're headed from a gambling perspective. This isn't the most exciting of games to start out with. Um, Cleveland, again, is not a good team. Detroit, also not a good team. But And Detroit's one of those teams where they, they get a little bit herky-jerky. They you know, can show up one day and then get absolutely annihilated. The next, they've dropped two in a row, most recently at home to the Brooklyn Nets, losing in overtime. They're at home again against the Cavs, and the Cavs aren't exactly lighting the world on fire either. They've dropped seven in a row. Uh, Most recently at home to the Bulls, uh, to the Wizards, and to the Knicks. So, I mean, that's as ugly a homestand as you can possibly get, and they were 0-3 in all of those. Um, I, I, I mean, it stands to reason just, you know, Detroit's the better team right now, uh, but they're also 9-15 and against the spread at home. Um, this feels like a game that I don't want to touch. It's just two lousy teams that can go either which way. Um, some conflicting information in general. Uh, but Ira, you may feel differently. Let me know how you're approaching this one. Yeah, I mean, this is a complete stay away game for me. Um, I think that there's just a, if you're going to play a side, it would probably be the Cavs plus seven. As everybody knows, I'm, uh, I've been a big proponent of fading Detroit uh, recently. But I, I just can't really do it in this situation with the Cavs. They're not exactly um, an all-star team. So, here, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a pass game for me, and, and generally I have an opinion on most games, uh, just being the, uh, the opinionated degenerate that I am. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, here in this one, I don't think I'm going to play a side. And like I said, if I had to pick a side, it would probably be the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, plus seven on the road in Detroit. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Detroit should be giving up seven to really anyone, Cleveland or no Cleveland, however bad they've been playing, especially uh, with their – uh, their home record against the spread. But at the same time, it's just – it's a game that, that can go either which way. Um, I'm, not, I'm not confident in either side. So that's a pure stay away from me. But, however, like you said, if I had to put a guess on it, I'd probably say, yeah, you know, take the points with the Cavs. Uh, I, I don't really trust either either side, but perhaps a, a, a getting out of Cleveland, going on the road, might might help them a little bit, um, you know. But not not a game that I'll, I'm really intrigued by at all. So I'm with you there. We'll jump ahead to the Orlando Magic heading to Miami to take on the Heat. This one's an interesting one because there's a bunch of injury news that we need to keep our eyes on. It looks like Bam Adebayo is probable for this one. 
But Jimmy Butler, Kendrick Nunn, and Goran Dragic are all questionable. Uh, Butler obviously having the biggest impact on this game and this outcome. Miami's get Miami's favored by four and a half. Uh, I should I should call out uh, over under is two eleven. Butler definitely will swing this game one way or another. Orlando is you know minus Jonathan Isaac is is fully healthy, so there's no injury issues there. There's really you know Miami took a tough home loss to the Clippers. Uh, but have generally been very good at home against the spread, 15-7. and seven. Orlando on the road, not terrible, 12-10-1. Orlando's been playing, I guess you could say, better. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. They've lost three in a row, but they had been playing uh, better up until this, this recent stretch. Um, they also got beat pretty handily by the Clippers as well. Normally, we would say just don't bet against the Heat at home. They're, they're really good at home, as you all pretty much well know at this point. 20-2 straight up. That's, that's really impressive. But Jimmy Butler will change things, whether or not he plays. So I wouldn't necessarily be afraid of, of laying the points. But again, that comes down to the health of Jimmy Butler. Um, Ira, what do you think about this one? Yes, this is a game which I'm interested by. Obviously, uh, keep an eye on Twitter uh, for any injury updates or line changes and things like that, and if we get off a bet or get on a bet. But, uh, you know, here in this one with Miami with two or three days off of rest, uh, they are 8-2 and against the spread. We all know that they're a fantastic home team. Orlando is on a back-to-back. They played the Clippers yesterday at home, traveled down to Miami to go ahead and play the Heat. you know, Orlando's two and three and two against the spread on a back to back. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if I had to play a side here, it was, it's going to be the Miami Heat minus four and a half. But again, this line could change if Butler plays, if he doesn't play. Um, Draw just is important as well. And, um, you know, none is very underrated, I think, as well. So I think we just got to keep an eye, wait uh, if Butler and Dragic and none all play uh, this line's definitely going to move I believe to about six it would be my opinion and if they don't it might stay the same or come down a little bit so it really just depends and if they all play I wouldn't mind laying the six either with them six six and a half so um, I would just wait and kind of see how the day develops and um, yeah that's what I got on this one yeah the line just so you know has already crept up I hit refresh on all the pages so this it's now five going increasing up to five and a half in some places. So I don't know if there's an indication that Butler will play, but it's, it's already increasing. So it might be one of those things where you got to try to get the line early before it creeps up again to like six, possibly seven. Um, So I'm with you there. I, I like Miami in this one as well. It's, it just seems like, yes, they'll, they'll, they'll want to, you know, have that little bit of that, that, I don't know, that revenge. If you know, it's not revenge, it's just coming off of a loss. They're going to want to make up for this one. And like you said, Miami on the back to back, they've been reeling a little bit. Um, so yeah, like Miami, that one, we will press on. We've got the Dallas Mavericks at Oklahoma city taking on the thunder game. Here is Dallas in favor uh, by one, one and a half. 
over under, I see 226 and a half. A lot going on in this one. Uh, Danilo Gallinari is probable for the Thunder. Nerlens Noel is questionable. He had some facial surgery. So I, can't imagine, is, I can't imagine he's going to play tonight. Yeah, I can't imagine it either. Um, I don't know if he's going to wear a mask or something, but he's, he's still listed as questionable, uh, which I, I find interesting. Nothing really new on the Dallas side, but Willie Cauley-Stein, who was just acquired, is questionable. Uh, I know that trade went through. We're just not entirely sure if he's going to play or not. I don't think it makes that big of an impact on this game, but uh, Dallas was hurting for um, some size in the wake of Dwight Powell's injury. So I would imagine that they, they'll try to get him in, but I don't think they'll be in, in, in a big rush to do so. The Mavericks dropped their last one to the Utah Jazz. People have been dropping a lot to the Utah Jazz recently. But, again, I don't think we need to belabor the point. Dallas is very good, uh, six and four in their last ten. The Thunder are hot again. They're seven and three in their last ten. They've won five in a row. They have thoroughly dismantled the Wolves and the Hawks of late and took care of business on the road uh, against the the Magic and the Houston Rockets prior to that. It's, yeah, uh, uh, this is a great basketball game to have to look at. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, of good play in this one. The Thunder at home, Thunder at home are 14 and 10 against the spread, which has been outstanding. And the Mavericks on the road are 14-5-2. So both two really good teams against their spread in their respective positions here. Uh, a game that can go either which way. Should be a very, very exciting game. Ira, how are you going to break this one down? Yeah, so Oklahoma City, 5-3 and three against the spread as a home underdog. And Dallas, as, a, as an away favorite, is 7-2-1 and one against the spread. Interesting matchup here between two great uh, basketball teams. They're playing fantastic. Um, you know, I really just think that this is a stay away game. I don't think there's a ton of value in the line here, but if I were going to play a side, it would be the Mavericks minus one. I think that, um, it's going to be a tough game for both, both teams. You know, I think that, um, Luca obviously was hit hard yesterday by the, by the news. I'm sure as everyone else, Chris Paul, um, you know, Steven Adams, et cetera all going to be, you know, kind of shaken up about what happened yesterday. So I think it's going to might, might start a little slow. Um, but if I was going to play a slide here in this one, I just think that I would probably lean Dallas. Dallas is much better on the road than they have been at home. And OKC could be a little shorthanded tonight. And, uh, yeah, that's how I'd play this one. I think I'd play Dallas minus one. Uh, it's not an official play as of yet. I'm still going to do a little bit more research into this number, see, see about the injury news as well. But, uh, yeah, I'm leaning Dallas here, minus one on the road in OKC. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone's going to come out a little bit sluggish with the news of Kobe's passing. Yeah, just, you know, Chris Paul, like you said, Luka Doncic. I think once those 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 initial jitters go I think these guys are professionals they'll be all right uh, one thing that I did want to point out is also that the Thunder are 14 and 10 at home or 14 in favor of the over 
and uh, Dallas on the road, 13 and eight when it comes to the over on the road. Um, so I, to me, and again, this is something that I'll be looking at is the over under is 226 and a half. Um, I, I, I would like the over in this one. I don't think either team is particularly, you know, playing a great defense recently. Um, so I, I think that's something that I'm keeping an eye on um, in a game that can get really high scoring with guys like Doncic, with guys like uh, Chris Paul and Shai Gilgis Alexander. Um, they could pro- they could run up a, a big score in this one. Dallas has the number two offensive rating uh, in in the last five games in the league. Number four is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Dallas has a one twenty point two offensive rating. Oklahoma City one nineteen point four offensive rating. So the over is something that I would probably lean towards uh, in this game, even if I can't really choose a side to 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 win or cover the spread. Regardless, but um, there it could be a scoring bonanza in this one, so I'm looking forward to it. Should be an exciting basketball game. Yeah, those are some good trends. Thanks for pointing that out. I'm going to dig a little deeper on that one. Beautiful. All right, we will press on to the San Antonio Spurs visiting the Chicago Bulls. Spurs are giving up two, two and a half over under, and this one is a far less exciting two fifteen and a half. Spurs. As I've, I said on Friday, the Spurs have been better, but they've dropped their last two. They were low-key really good, but they dropped the tough one to the Raptors, who were out for a little bit of revenge. And they dropped another home, home one against the, the, uh, the Suns, who were also looking out for a little bit of revenge. There's no such revenge on tap here with the Bulls. Um, and the Bulls are, you know, are, are just a herky-jerky team in, in general. Never really know which way they're gonna they're gonna go, but they are five and five in their last ten. They won another one, and this this one on the road against the Cavs. You know, after dropping an inexplicable game against the Kings, so the Bulls are you know again banged up in the front court. Beyond you know the usual Wendell Carter and and Laurie Markkinen, who we know are out. Um, they are playing down a few guys and it looks like for San Antonio, they seem to be at full strength, but some of the other guys on the bulls, Thomas Sadaransky, uh, Archidiakono Hutchinson, they're all listed as probable. So again, no marketing, no Wendell Carter, no Gafford. Uh, but it seems like the rest of the bulls are healthy. I don't know. I mean, there, there's again, another game where there's, Somewhat conflicting information. The Spurs are better on the road than they have been at home. Uh, so that may play in favor here. The Bulls, not great at home against the spread, 11 and 14. I don't particularly care for this game because both are capable of putting up duds at any time. Ira, tell me you have more information than what I just provided. Um, yeah. Listen, I think this is an interesting one. Obviously, I think that the, the, the money's going to come in on the Spurs here just because I think the public will back the Spurs. And, you know, I hate, I hate siding with the public here. But as you know, I've been backing the Bulls as of, recent, as of late. But I just can't get behind the Chicago Bulls here in this situation. Chicago's 3-7 and seven as a home dog. Spurs off a of back-to-back playing yesterday, in, uh, playing yesterday against Toronto. Spurs are three and one off the back to back, which is surprising given a couple old legs they have on the team. 
I'm going to go ahead and lay the two here on the road on a back-to-back with the San Antonio Spurs against the Bulls. I just don't trust the Bulls. They, they, I watched that game the other night. I gave out the Bulls as my favorite play of the day against the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, and they were pretty much getting uh, beat up and down the floor. Uh, most of the first half ended up taking it away in the second half and, and obviously getting the cover with the Bulls um, in the second half there and the game, full game as well. But, yeah, I just can't back the Chicago Bulls here in this situation. I'm going to go ahead and lay the two with the Spurs and, um, you know, hope for the best. I hear you. Yeah, it's not a game that I can get a great read on. It just seems like it could go either which way. Um, Zach Levine's pretty hot. We know that. So he can go off. But then again, so could Marcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan. It's a game that I feel I can go either way. So I'm, I'm definitely a stay away here for me. But I, 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 I hear what you're saying about laying the points. San Antonio is in a playoff hunt. They're going to need every win they can get moving forward. So I understand that play. We'll jump ahead to. Sacramento Kings taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves, 8 o'clock Eastern. The spread here is three points in favor of the Minnesota Timberwolves. These same Minnesota Timberwolves who have lost nine in a row. It's been a while since they've won a basketball game. So much so the last win it came on January the 9th. It's been quite some time. Um, so they are at home against the Kings. The Kings have also been pretty lousy at winning basketball games. They won uh, their last game on Friday. They were in Chicago as they were, uh, again, slowly winding down a very long road trip. Uh, they're on the road tonight in Minnesota, but I think they can at least see a light at the end of the tunnel here. It's been, again, two really just not good teams, teams that have been just fading badly. The Kings will again be without Rashawn Holmes, Marvin Bagley. Um, No big injury news on the T-Wolves side. The Wolves at home are atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. 5-17-1 against the spread. The Kings on the road pretty good 14 and 10 maybe they like getting away from Sac- sacramento who knows maybe they get just tired of brewski ranting about them all the time who knows um yeah brewski loves ranting about the kings brewski loves ranting that that's his team man oh, okay team. I, I figured i figured that's his team um uh, you know so i i suppose I mean, the easy thing for me to say is just, I guess, when you look at this, like I, I see it as like Minnesota at this point shouldn't be a favorite against anyone. They got to go out and prove they can win a game. But I don't know how you feel about that, Ira. I just, I look at this and just say, ah, no, but it's still a game that I don't know that I entirely trust. Who's playing center for the Kings if Bagley's I, out? I would say Dwayne Dedman has been starting. I don't know that he's been all that effective, but he has been starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a situation that we had the other day with Chicago um, on the road in Cleveland. Cleveland was 0-5 as a home favorite this year against the spread, and that's why I decided to take the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I don't think Cleveland should have been a favorite against anybody. Kind of the same situation here in this uh, boat. Uh, Minnesota 2-10-1 as a home favorite this year. Sacramento's been a little bit better on the road than they have been at home. 
even though Sacramento's a little shorthanded here and, you know, Cat could definitely present some problems on the inside, especially with Bagley out and obviously Holmes is out as well for this one. I think I'm still going to go ahead and take the three points with the Sacramento Kings. I Yeah. I mean, Cat can go off, but I mean, I don't know how you trust either one of these teams. It's, it's crazy. But like you said, like the, Minnesota's got to win a game, right? Yep. I mean, like, they, like they can't lose the rest of their games. They got to win a game at some point. It, they've just been so inexplicably terrible at home that, like, I don't know how anyone can trust that that line. That seems insane. Yeah, I mean, and the Kings and the Kings can score. You know, they do have some offensive uh, pieces that they can put the ball in the basket. So, right. You know, Minnesota's a little uh, up and down. They do have Cat. Um, they do have Napier. They do have. Covington but I just think that the Kings uh, offensive firepower is a little bit better uh, in this one in my opinion and I'm just gonna have to go and say Minnesota's gonna have to do something for me to not bet against them first so I'm just gonna go ahead and continue the fade with Minnesota as I have been for the last couple weeks and I'm gonna take the plus three with the Sacramento Kings and hold my nose and uh and just kind of hope for the best here in this spot yeah, I, 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 think, I think it's just right. Like you said, it's just a matter of you have to give up points at home. And I think if either one of these teams are going to try to win this game, they're going to have to do it. They're going to have to earn it. I don't think there's going to be a blowout on either side, especially for a team that hasn't won in, in, in like two, three weeks. You know, so even if it's a close game, I would take the points on this one for sure. Um, so I'm with you on that. Cool. We will wrap up the NBA slate for this Monday with the Houston Rockets traveling to the Utah Jazz. The line on this one is massive. The Jazz are 12.5-point favorites. Houston is a pretty good basketball team. There's only one problem. Well, actually, I should say two problems. They'll be playing without Russell Westbrook and in all likelihood playing without James Harden as well. There are two pretty big holes in their lineup. The Jazz are the best team in the NBA, not named the Milwaukee Bucks right now. They are red hot, and they are dismantling teams. Just absolutely destroying everything that's been in their path. They blew one game in between a pretty significant stretch where they've looked unbeatable. They've won their last four, and now take on a Rockets team playing without their two superstars. The line very clearly says this one could get ugly in a hurry, especially with the Jazz at home. Ira, are you touching this spread at all, knowing that Russ and Harden are likely out for this one and the Jazz are as hot as they are? Yeah, no, I'm not touching this game, especially if Westbrook is not playing. Um, Harden is not playing, I don't believe. So, what what happened to Westbrook? It's back to back. So they're they're they've been load managing Russ on back to backs. So this is uh, this is the second game of a back to back. So they announced that he'd be out for this one. Yeah. So if there's no Russ and no James, I can't imagine taking twelve and a half here, and I can't imagine laying twelve and a half either. You know. So I just think it's it's one of those games where could get out of hand pretty quickly, um, but also 
you know, Houston does run up and down the floor. They have a lot of pieces that can shoot the basketball. So even without Russ and Harden on the floor, but without those two, there's not a lot of playmakers on the team. Don't want to dive too much into the details here in this one because it's just a game that I'm not going to be focusing on at all. So let's just go ahead and take a pass here and call it a day. I'm with you. Like, it's, it's a frightening line. Uh, without those stars at play, it's, it could be very ugly. But then again, like you said, Gordon could just decide, you know what, I'm going to shoot the ball 30 times and actually shoot the ball well, so you never know. Um, you would hate for, you know, the Jazz to get up by like 20 or something like that, pull all their starters in the fourth quarter, and Houston just get a backdoor cover that way. Um, so I'm with you. I don't particularly like this game either. Uh, it's a shame that we'll, we won't be able to see both superstars, but Harden's recovering from a thigh injury, uh, Ross on a back-to-back, and, you know, why throw the team to the Wolves against the Red Hot Jazz? So I totally understand that. Uh, too bad we got to finish up on a dud, uh, but it is kind of what it is. Ira, do you have any other sports that you want to cover for tonight? Anything you want to give our listeners? Yeah, so I'll jump into – I'll just touch on a couple uh, NHL games real quick. NHL's finally back after being on break for the All-Star game, which was yesterday. Well, yesterday or Saturday? I can't remember. I think it was, it was Saturday. Week. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It's been a mishmash of a weekend here for me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's, a, there's an interesting play here, especially if you grab it early. Again, we're recording 8 a.m. Monday morning, so I don't know who's going to be starting in goal for either team. But I do really like, and I think the public will hammer this as well. So if you're going to get on it, you should probably get on it early. I'm going to have to go with the Washington Capitals minus $1.25 on the road in Montreal. Um, it's kind of one of those situations where Washington's pretty much this far and away the superior team. And if I get to lay a dollar, only a dollar twenty-five with a much better team, even though it's on the road, even though it's after a long break, I just can't trust the Montreal Canadiens, so I'm going to go ahead and take the minus 125, lay the dollar 25 with the Washington Capitals, and uh, and and I think that's going to be a a pretty big sizable bet for me. Uh, I'm obviously going to wait and see who's going to be playing in goal, but I'm going to grab it early here uh, and then add to my position uh, once I see the goalie matchups. Another interesting um, game here for me is the Tampa Bay Lightning on the road against the Dallas Stars. Uh, Dallas Stars are a fantastic hockey team. Uh, they play very well defensively. And Tampa Bay is a juggernaut when it comes to offensive um, efficiency. Tampa Bay is a minus $1.30 favorite on the road. Dallas Stars are a plus 110. Uh, I like the Lightning here, and I think the public will too. I just think that Dallas doesn't have enough firepower to stay with them. And it just comes down to the fact that Tampa Bay can score more goals than Dallas. And, and I trust their offense more than I trust Dallas's offense. And you're going to have to score goals against this Tampa Bay Lightning team in order to uh, beat them. And they're on a huge hot streak and a big run right now in terms of win-loss record over their last 15 games. So I'm going to continue to back this team. And I, and I might take a parlay on the Capitals, a little money line parlay on the Capitals, Lightning, Um and, and and maybe throw in another team. Uh, I'm not sure who yet, but maybe just make sure you follow me on Twitter for that update at Iris Silver Magic. And once again, follow our, our Twitter handle, our gaming at Hoopball Gaming, and follow Josh at Josh Millman. 
Um, Josh, any other final thoughts, comments, questions? <laughs> My only final thought is I know absolutely nothing about hockey. So <laughs> thanks for giving the, uh, the folks a little bit of uh, other insight. I, I do want to ask you a question, actually. Like when you say they're favored by like a dollar thirty or a dollar thirty cents or dollar twenty five, what does that mean in hockey? I just to for, for both my knowledge and for the listener's knowledge. It's just taking them on the money line to win the game. So even if even if it goes to overtime, um, you're taking them to win the game at minus one twenty five. So you're basically if you're gonna bet a hundred dollars on the do you want to win a hundred dollars on the game, you're gonna have to put up a hundred and twenty five dollars to win a hundred dollars. It's basically just like a, a money line bet in the NBA. Oh, I see. Okay. It's basically the same thing. But in, when we talk hockey, when we talk uh, baseball, when we talk these uh, other types of sports that aren't uh, necessarily spread reliant, um, you know, there's the puck line and there's also the run line in baseball and hockey. But when we're talking about just okay. getting them straight to win with the overtime as well included, we're going to talk money line. And so uh, being a twenty-five favorite is just minus 125. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. I do appreciate it. I don't have anything else. We'll wrap up this Monday edition of Today in Sports Betting. Thank you again, Ira, at Ira Silver Magic on Twitter. I am at Josh Millman on Twitter. We are at Hoopball Gaming on Twitter. That's where all of our picks will be later today. Again, thank you to mybookie.ag. That's where all of our betting will take place. Again, our contest will run through tomorrow. It ends uh, Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So, again, get over to mybookie.ag, sign up, use the promo code TODAY, the word TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y. When you use that promo code, that's how they'll know that you listen to Hoopball, you listen to Today in Sports Betting, and that's how you came over there. Take a screenshot of the deposit that you put in using that promo code today. Send it over to us. And then you'll be entered into our drawing to win your deposit back. Send it to me. Send it to Ira. Send it to Dan Bespris. Send it to at Hoopball Gaming, at Hoopball Fantasy, whatever you want to do. But that's how you get entered in. So go on over to mybookie.ag. Sign up. Use the promo code today. Get your 50% deposit and enter yourselves into our hoop ball contest hoop ballers thank you again as we continue to press on this somber monday keep using that mamba mentality and enjoy the games enjoy your week everyone take it easy This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.